Kansas is going to the college football playoff. Book it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. And today we have our official predictions for the Big 12 Conference, the smallest of the Power 5 conferences, and sadly one of the weakest. But there's a lot of solid teams in this conference this year. I think it could be a lot of fun, so let's go ahead and jump into Week 1. Week one starts off with two Thursday night games, the first of which is West Virginia at Pitt. I went over this game already in my way too early ACC predictions and my way too early Big 12 predictions, and the point still stands. I think Pitt loses way too much. Um, West Virginia, yes, they do lose um, Jared Dagey to West Virginia. Um, they lose a couple good players, but they're bringing in uh, Lynn Dixon Jr. from Clemson, who has a chance at redemption here, as well as JT Daniels. Pitt loses even more and really isn't replacing it, it feels like. So I'm going to rock with West Virginia in the revival of the backyard brawl. Central Michigan at Oklahoma State. This team, These two teams played about six years back, and we all remember how that ended. I think it's going to end differently this year, though. Um, Central Michigan's solid, but they lose a lot of players. They have Lou Nichols coming back, which is huge. Oklahoma doesn't exactly have you know the most players returning either, but being at home, I feel like they're slightly better. I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. Tennessee Tech at Kansas. Kansas, I think, is taking a step forward. There was, in the past, a very high chance of them losing to an FCS team, but I think Kansas is starting to move up a little bit. So I'm going to rock with Kansas in this Friday night game. TCU at Colorado. Um, Colorado really had one good player, and he transferred to um, USC. Brandon Rice, really all they had. TCU has a lot of returning productions, but they haven't been great. As of recent, they were solid in 2020, but 5-7 and seven last year, 5-7 and seven in 2019. I think they were 6-6 six and six, or 7-6, and six, something like that in 2018. They're pretty mediocre. Um, I see TCU being a little bit better, so I see them going on the road and getting a win here. Southeastern Missouri State at Iowa State. The only FCS team that Iowa State seems to struggle with is Northern Iowa, so I think they should be okay. UTEP at Oklahoma. While UTEP did take a big step forward last year, I don't think see them taking such a big step that they knock down Oklahoma, so give me the Sooners here. South Dakota at Kansas State. Kansas State struggled with Southern Illinois last year, but Kansas State is a pretty consistently solid program. Win the games they're supposed to, lose the games they're supposed to, and this is the game they're supposed to win. Give me Kansas State. Albany at Baylor. Baylor by about a million. Murray State at Texas Tech. Murray State's a solid FCS team, but Texas Tech is moving up, and I don't think they drop an FCS game, so give me the Red Raiders. Louisiana Monroe at Texas. This one, honestly, I think could turn into something interesting. ULM pulled off the biggest point differential upset last year against Liberty, as well as two other double-digit upsets against Troy and South Alabama. This team is respectable. I think Texas should have enough to beat Louisiana Monroe, but we'll see. Um, I'm a rock with Texas, though. Moving on to week two, Alabama at Texas. I went on a long rant about this in my SEC predictions. Texas is not back. I think they'll be a little bit better. Their schedule lines up nicely, but against Bama, no. It's not going to be pretty. Give me Texas. Mizzou at Kansas State. Again, talked about this in my SEC predictions. Kansas State has Deuce Vaughn. They're at home. I feel like they're slightly better than Mizzou. It's not by much, but I'm a rock with the Wildcats in this one. Houston at Texas Tech. Houston lost one regular season last year, and that was to the Red Raiders. I think they could be something very, very fun this year. They could take over the American Conference unless UCF has something to say about it, and it starts here 
give me Houston. Iowa State at Iowa. I see Iowa taking a step back, but Iowa State had some of the most heavy hitters on offense last year. Charlie Kohler, Brees Hall, um, um, and then they had Mike Rose on defense. This was a good team. Um, but they couldn't do anything. They went 7-6. and six. They had a good win over Oklahoma State. And now they lose virtually everything. Uh, so give me Iowa by a lot of points. Kansas at West Virginia. Again, West Virginia is going to be good. Uh, I think Kansas will take a step forward. But West Virginia is going to be in the top half of the Big 12, I think, this year. Give me West Virginia on the, um, at home here. Kent State at Oklahoma. Kent State, solid. MAC team, but nothing up against the Sooners. Give me Oklahoma. Arizona State at Oklahoma State. This game I'm excited for, um, but Arizona State loses a lot of their power, and they're under a lot of scrutiny right now with the violations that have been brought up against them. Uh, I think it's going to hurt them badly, and I think Oklahoma State takes advantage of that. Tarleton State at TCU. I'm pretty sure Tarleton State's only been D1 for a couple years. I think TCU should win this with ease. Baylor at BYU. Baylor won this game last year. Um, in a pretty fun matchup, but going on the road, I think BYU is going to be a little bit more polished this year and have a better team and take down the Baylor Bears here. Moving on to week three, we got Oklahoma at Nebraska. Whatever, this is my Big Ten predictions. I'm going to rock with the Cornhuskers here. It's a matchup in Lincoln, uh, Casey Thompson revenge game. Has a chance to take on Oklahoma again. Brent Venerable's first road game as a head coach in what will be probably an overcapacity Memorial Stadium. I think um, just the environment gets to him and Nebraska wins this one. Texas State at Baylor. Texas State is one of the worst teams in the country. They were pretty fun to watch in 2020, but just last year, couldn't really get anything done. Give me Baylor. Townsend at West Virginia. It's going to be another week before these games start to heat up. Give me West Virginia. Ohio at Iowa State. Ohio picked up the pace a little bit last year, but still went 3-9. and nine. I don't think this program is going to be the same for a while without Frank Solich. Give me Iowa State. Tulane at Kansas State. Um, this was a game I honestly went back and forth on. Tulane was arguably the best 2-10 and 10 team in the country last year. They had a lot of close games, played very well, almost upset Oklahoma. I think it could be a very similar game, but I think Kansas State just barely sneaks away with this one. Kansas at Houston. I think Kansas put up a fight for about a quarter. Um, not necessarily that Kansas is going to be this garbage team that they've been in the past, but they're not going to be great. Um, they'll be good for Kansas standards. And Houston is going to be close to unstoppable, so give me Houston. Texas Tech at NC State. NC State, I think, is going to be a playoff contender. Um, I think Texas Tech could give them a run for their money for a little bit, but I think NC State pulls away with this one. UTSA at Texas. UTSA returns a lot. They lose Cynthia McCormick, and that's really about it. Um, Frank Harris is coming back. This team was great last year, and I think they go on the road the week after Texas drops the game against Alabama and get stomped by a branch school. So give me the Roadrunners here. Arkansas Pine Bluff at Oklahoma State. Just There's no need to talk about this. Give me the Oklahoma State. Moving on to week four, West Virginia at Virginia Tech. Thursday night game. I, I'm still not super high on Virginia Tech. Um, you know, I just, this is a team that I never really see a lot of potential for. Um, they, they always do a little bit better than I expect, um, but just they're, they haven't been great in the past couple years. Um, 
They went eight and five a couple years ago, but it's been a minute since they've been good. West Virginia beat them last year, and I think they go on the road and get a good win to start 4-0. Duke at Kansas, the football matchup of the basketball schools. Duke won last year. Being at home for Kansas, I think they get a solid win to enter week five at 500, something that I don't think that a lot of Kansas fans expected. TCU at SMU. I think Rhett Lashley is going to be solid at SMU. I think that he was really the magic behind what was going on at Miami. And I think shows that. Um, I think this is going to be a hard-fought game, um, but I think SMU wins this one. Baylor at Iowa State. I think Baylor, <laughs> same as last year, puts the nail in the coffin at Iowa's season. It's, I mean, it's the exact same thing as last year, except it's at Iowa State. It's week four. Both these teams, you know, Iowa State's got one loss. I don't know where I'm going with this. Basically, what I'm trying to say is Baylor's going to win it. Kansas State at Oklahoma. I went back and forth on this one. K-State's always played Oklahoma very close, but I don't see Oklahoma dropping two games in a row, um, especially, you know, at home. Brett Vetterbulls is going to, you know, he, I don't think he wants to start 2-2, two and two, um, and I think he gets a close one here. Texas at Texas Tech. Texas has pretty much owned this rivalry for a while, and I think that's the same this year. Um, you know, I think this team is floundering at this point. Bijan Robinson is going to be great, but just, I mean, getting to a bowl game is going to be the goal for this team. So I think Texas wins this game close. Moving on to week five, Iowa State at Kansas. I think Kansas pulls off a huge upset here um, because at this point, both these teams are two and two, and I don't think a lot of people fully understand how bad Iowa State's going to be. And I think Kansas takes advantage of that. I think they start to bring in a new chapter and knock off the Cyclones here. Oklahoma at TCU. I think Oklahoma goes on the over. They've owned TCU the past few years, and I don't think anything's going to be different. Give me Oklahoma here. Oklahoma State at Baylor. Um, Oklahoma State does have a bye week to prep, but I just feel like Baylor's a more complete team. And I think they get a solid win here over one of the Big 12's best. Texas Tech at Kansas State. This is a game that I think is very even, uh, very even teams. I think Kansas State won by a point last year, and this is one of those games where I give it to the home team. So give me Kansas State. West Virginia at Texas. This is where West Virginia really proves they're for real. They're 4-0, and with a win on the road at DKR, um, it's huge for them. And they advance to 5-0. and and show the world that West Virginia is here to stay, as they will be the last remaining undefeated team in the Big 12. Moving on to Week 6, we got Kansas State at Iowa State. This is this is going to be one of those games that I think, at the moment, doesn't seem like that big of an upset, but looking back is huge. Uh, I think Iowa State gets a solid pickup here. They've kind of owned this series. I think it's kind of a last-ditch effort win before their season completely shatters. TCU at Kansas. Um, Kansas, I think, is facing two of the worst teams in the Big 12 back-to-back. -back. I think they get, they get a second huge program-lifting win to advance to 4-2 and two going into Week 7. Huge for Kansas. Texas versus Oklahoma, Red River. Game is always a nail-biter. Game is always a ton of fun, but I feel like Oklahoma is just slightly better. It's going to come down to the wire either way, and right now I'm going to rock with Oklahoma. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. Um... Texas Tech's backs against the wall. I think they play close, but I think Oklahoma State's trying to keep their playoff hopes alive as long as possible if they were just simply a yard away last year. And they beat the Red Raiders. Moving on to Week 7, we got Baylor at West Virginia. Um, 
a potential Big 12 championship matchup on a Thursday night. Baylor's 4-1, West Virginia's 5-0. I think West Virginia throws everything in the kitchen sink at Baylor, but I think Baylor's a little more polished and knows what they're doing more and gives West Virginia their first loss of the season. Iowa State at Texas. Um, I think this is going to be a huge exposure for Iowa State if the Kansas game wasn't already. I think Texas wins this game pretty handedly. Um, I think Iowa State's kind of fallen apart, and I think Texas really exposes that. Kansas at Oklahoma. Um, yeah, this isn't going to be pretty for Kansas. I think Oklahoma remembers what happened last year and doesn't want that again, and I think they beat Kansas pretty handedly. Oklahoma State at TCU. I think TCU could give them a run for a little bit, but Oklahoma State is one of the most consistent programs in college football, and I think they go on the road and get a win here. Moving on to week eight, we got Kansas at Baylor. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's not a ton to say. I think Baylor's going to win. I think Baylor's going to be one of the best teams in the Big 12 this year. I think they're going to slip up a couple times, but I think they're going to end up at the top. So give me Baylor here. Kansas State at TCU. TCU is kind of turning into a punching bag. Kansas State's Deuce Vaughn is running kind of crazy at this point and advanced to 5-2 and two on this. Texas at Oklahoma State. It seems like every year the team that's not supposed to win ends up winning, and I think this year is the same. Um, I think, I'm trying to think, I think every year since 2018, either the underdog or the team that's finished with the worst record um, has won this game. In 2018, you know, Oklahoma State was a um, massive underdog and was worse in the long run and beat Texas. You know, 2019, Texas ended up worse, beat Oklahoma State. Um, 2020, Texas ended up worse, beat Oklahoma State. Last year, Oklahoma State was an underdog and beat Texas. I think it's the same deal this year. I think Texas goes on the road and shocks Oklahoma State. Um, gets a huge win here to potentially cool down um, Sarkeesian's hot seat. West Virginia at Texas Tech after taking a gut-wrenching loss to Baylor. Texas Tech has their back against the wall one loss away, or I'm sorry, two losses away from bowl ineligibility. Texas Tech has owned this series. Um, they've played West Virginia very well the last few years, and I think this year is the same. This 1-5 Texas Tech team knocks off a probably pretty highly ranked West Virginia team. Moving on to Week 9, we got Baylor at Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech pulls off back-to-back -back upsets and knocks two teams out of college football playoff contention. Huge rivalry game. Texas Tech got super close to winning last year, and I think they're trying to save their season, and they do that by knocking off a probably pretty highly ranked Baylor team. Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Both these teams are 5-2. and two. I think this game could be very, very close, but Oklahoma State has done way better than the series in the past, and Oklahoma State's now trying to just keep their Big 12 championship hopes alive, so they go on the road to Manhattan and get a solid pickup here. TCU at West Virginia. West Virginia does not want to lose three games in a row, and they take that out on a pretty beaten TCU team. So give me West Virginia here. Oklahoma at Iowa State. I think Oklahoma walks into Ames and um, murders the Cyclones. Not going to be pretty. Week 10, we got Baylor at Oklahoma. A potential Big 12 championship preview. I think this game could go either way, um, and so I'm just going to give it to the home team. Oklahoma uh, has home field advantage here. I think Brent Venerable's um, defense is taking a step up, and I think they get a very solid win here. Oklahoma State at Kansas. Kansas, I think, may play them close for a little bit, but Oklahoma State has pretty much owned this series. I think it'll be closer than it has been in the past, but it's not going to be pretty good. Give me Oklahoma State here. 
Texas at K-State. No matter how bad Texas is, they always seem to beat Kansas State. It's weird. It's really weird. I don't know what it is. But I think that's the same this year. I think Texas goes on the road and gets another good win here. Texas Tech at TCU. I think TCU is desperate for a win here and beats a rival that they've beaten pretty handedly in years past. You know, I think Texas Tech's pretty hyped up after two massive wins and drops a game here. West Virginia, Iowa State. West Virginia is starting to get back on top of the college football world here. 6-2, and two, won another good win, and knocked down Iowa State. Moving on to week six, we got Iowa State at Oklahoma State. This game is always super close. Iowa State is one loss away from bowl ineligibility, but I think Oklahoma State just barely squeaks out of this one and starts to heat up Matt Campbell's seat. Kansas at Texas Tech, another very close game, but I'm going to go and give it to the home team. Again, as Texas Tech is one loss away from bowl ineligibility, and frankly, Kansas has four wins. I think they're going to be content with that no matter what happens the rest of the year. Give me Texas Tech. Kansas State at Baylor. K-State played them respectable last year. Um, but I think Baylor is very much trying to, you know, save their seat. They're pretty much one loss away and they're done. Um, they have three losses on the year already, two Big 12 losses, and they beat Kansas State here. Oklahoma at West Virginia. Um, this game is sandwiched right between the two Big 12 I'm sorry, the Big 12 champion and the Big 12 runner-up from last year. So the two teams that played in the Big 12 championship, that's what I was getting at. It's a pretty big distance, and I think the media starting to hype up Oklahoma again, and West Virginia and JT Daniels take advantage of this. Um, they get a huge road win, or I'm sorry, a huge home win, um, and put themselves in a good spot to potentially make the Big 12 championship. TCU at Texas. Uh, Texas is one win away from becoming bowl eligible. TCU is one loss away from not being bowl eligible. I think both these teams throw everything in the kitchen sink at it, but being at home, I give a slight nod to Texas. Week 12, Kansas State at West Virginia. Kansas State's starting to fall apart a little bit at this point, um, but West Virginia's owned this series for the most part the past few years. Um, it's at home. And I'm going to rock with West Virginia here. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. I think at this point, um, Venerables has figured out most stuff, and especially taking that second loss. Um, there's no margin for error for this team, and they smack down a little brother once again. TCU at Baylor. Baylor remembers what happened last year, and they're not going to let it happen again. They beat up on TCU pretty heavily to try to clinch a spot in the Big 12 championship. Texas Tech at Iowa State. Iowa State season is pretty much over. Texas Tech's trying to make a bowl. They go on the road and beat Iowa State for a second year in a row. Texas at Kansas. Kansas always plays Texas close. Um, Texas has, or I'm sorry, Kansas has an outside shot at a bowl game, um, but I don't think that Texas wants to lose again. This game is going to be very, very, very close, but Texas pulls out with a win in the end. Week 13, Baylor at Texas. Texas has a shot at an 8-win season, but Baylor has a shot at clinching the Big 12 title, um, especially since they already have wins over Oklahoma State and West Virginia, and they know that. So they go on the road, they hit a huge win, and make it to the Big 12 championship game. Iowa State at TCU, a pretty sad game to close out the year. I think TCU is slightly better, though, and TCU ends the season 4-8. and eight. Kansas at Kansas State. Kansas State has owned Kansas the last few years and are desperate to make a bowl game. So they win this game, finishing 6-6, six and six, and Kansas gets four wins on the year. 
Oklahoma at Texas Tech. Oklahoma needs this game to make the Big 12 championship, especially considering they have a loss to West Virginia and they beat the Daylights out of Texas Tech once again. And West Virginia at Oklahoma State, a game I went back and forth on, but I think Oklahoma State being at home is a little more polished team, wins this game. So the final Big 12 standings, we have Iowa State in last place. Yeah. Three and nine overall, one and eight in conference play. TCU at four and eight and two and seven. Kansas, yes, Kansas at four and eight and two and seven. Hope that happens. Kansas State at six and six and three and six. Texas Tech at five and seven and four and four. Texas at seven and five and six and three. West Virginia at nine and three and six and three. Oklahoma State at nine and three and six and three. Baylor at nine and three and seven and two. And Oklahoma at 10 and 2 and 8 and 1. So we'll have Oklahoma and Baylor squaring off for the Big 12 championship. I'm going to rock with Baylor in this one. Um, I think that they're going to learn from their mistakes in that first game. And I think they're going to want a second consecutive Big 12 title. And I think the Bears are your Big 12 champions for 2021. 2022. They were your Big 12 champions for 2021 and will be your Big 12 champions for 2022. That is the sentence that I was trying to compile. So, a little bit of a shorter episode, but this conference only has 10 teams. Um, so, yeah, let me know what you guys think, um, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I leave for vacation tomorrow. I'm recording this on Thursday the 16th. Hopefully, I can get my ACC prediction out soon, but we'll see. So, with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, signing out.